1: Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on right now. You throw down $5 on an NFL game. And if that team wins, you get $200 in free plays. That simple. All right. Joined now by PJ Brown. Covers the uh, Arizona women's basketball team for the Arizona Daily Star. I want to – this is PJ's first time on, and we uh, plan on having her on regularly. Um, I just want to give a little bit of background, and then I'll let PJ take the floor for a minute. Um, if you're not following PJ's work, you should. The thing that is incredibly unique about her is as somebody that wrote a little bit uh, growing up, you can tell when somebody's got passion coming through in their writing. And that is PJ Brown to a T when it comes to Arizona women's basketball. PJ, thanks so much for hopping on with us.
0: Well, thanks for having me on. I've been uh hearing about all this that you're doing over here, Mike, and wanted to Uh, Was excited about getting on and talking to you about women's basketball, Arizona women's basketball, and finally to get on your show.
1: Absolutely. Super thrilled. Now, when did you start, just kind of give people a little bit of background, when did you start uh, covering the women's basketball team then?
0: So I started covering um, Arizona women's basketball, Adia Barnes' first year. So I am the only reporter who's covered her, her entire coaching career at
1: U of A. Okay. So when you, all right, so she comes in and did you, did you notice something different immediately about her? Did you know that, man, this is going to be something that's really going to take off. It's just going to take some time. Was there ever that moment for you?
0: There was a moment and I'm not sure if it was right away during that first season, right before the second season, but I knew um, right away. And I even had, I remember sitting in Coach Barnes' office and talking to her and at some point saying, you know, you're going to turn this around. And, and when you do, you're going to be a team that's consistently ranked in the top 25. You're, you're just going to have good season after season after season, being one of the top teams in the country. And maybe every once in a while, have a little bit of a down season while you sort of reload but that's about it. And a down season might be 500. But but I could tell really early on that she was going to turn the program around, never knew how quick she would do it, right. never knew how quick she'd reach this winning 100 games. But I knew that she was going to be um, change the whole trajectory of the program and, and make this a program that People around the country are talking
1: about. Okay. So now we're, you look at it right now when it's the apex. And this is, um, you know, I was a little bit worried before the season. And I'll be honest with you, because I knew that she was going to continue to win because that's how good she is. But you always worry because when you have a transcendent talent like um, Ari McDonald, you worry, okay, you're going to take a little bit of a step back. Was it more about Ari than maybe, you know, the rest of the team? But, PJ, I'm an idiot because this is a program at this point. Adia Barnes has shown that this is 100% Adia Barnes program. This is a top-five team without Ari McDonald.
0: Yeah, you along with the uh, most of the country. Right. Most of the country did not think, you know, when you lose, I always call Ari a once-in-a-generation player. I've only seen a few other players like that. To me, the, the one that comes top of mind is Andrew Luck. I watched his entire mm. uh, career at Stanford as their quarterback. And and when you're watching, you know these players, you know you're watching something special. Right. More than just another good player, th- this is something special that you have to stop and pay attention to. And Ari McDonald was that player. Now, what I always thought and what I saw was – she had a really good, more than just a supporting cast around her. Mm -hmm. And when they took the run to the national championship game, it seemed like now I was in a bubble like everybody else. I was in a bubble. I was in San Antonio and I wasn't reading a lot, but yet I was hearing on the press conferences, the questions they were asking Adia and Ari and everything. And it seemed to me like the rest of the country didn't think that there were four other players on the court with Aerie. And and to me, that was the problem, that people didn't understand that. Not just a supporting cast, but, you know, Kate Reese has gotten, I don't know, a zillion double-doubles in her career. Mm -hmm. She's the kind of player that at a certain point in a game, she takes over. A lot of times um, last year and the year before it would be, you know, third or fourth quarter, she would sort of take over. They would just pound the ball inside of Kate and she would score and she would do all this stuff. Um, you know, Sam Thomas was one of the best defensive players in the country last year. She should have won co-Pac-12 defensive player of yeah, the year sure. with Airy. And people just seem to sleep on Sam Thomas. And now Sam Thomas is even better. And I would go out and say, and not afraid to say this, she's the best defensive player in the country. She's gotten better, which to me is surprising because she was so good to to start with. How, you know, what are the little things that she did to get better? We need to find that out because Sam is just, you know, doing great things and continuing to do great things. And then, you know, you just, there were so many other players too. I mean, Helena Pueyo, what she does on defense, she's got long arms like Sam Thomas. right, And she can really change a lot of things on defense that people really don't always pay attention to. And now this year she's added in where she can be point guard like last night and um, really sort of run that offense, get people the ball when they need it. Um, last night she had no turnovers, which right. is incredible. She played like 38, 30, 36, 38 minutes last night, mm-hmm. no turnovers. Um, she's a remarkable player, and we just haven't seen – everything that Helena Poyo can do yet.
1: Okay. Um, So what were, what PJ, what were your going into the season? Then what were your, you know, somebody that's on the ground, that's been able to cover them from you. Like you said, the totality, what did you see then? Because obviously, you know, people like myself, the national media definitely sold them short. What did you see?
0: I saw a team that was, was ready to go. Um, Mm -hmm. A team that brings back experience, from playing in a national championship game, right. they they only lost by one point, And yet they know now what it takes to win mm-hmm. and what it takes to win a championship. And that changes everything for this for sure.
1: team. For sure. Uh,
0: Dia even talked about it last night when we started talking. And I asked her a question about the team's identity right now. And, and she really said that, you know, those players who played in that on that team last year and went to the national championship, there's something with them. They're hungrier. They're uh, they have the will to win. So, you know, it, that totally, like I said, changes everything. And then you add in some new pieces of like really great transfers, some really great freshmen. And then all of a sudden, You know, you have this team that nobody expected to do anything that's going to do something. Now, at the beginning of the year, did I think that they were going to be sitting here right now in the beginning of January at number four in the country and undefeated? I can't say that. Um, But I knew that by the end of the year, they're going to peak like Adia Barnes' his teams always peak, and they would be playing their best basketball then, and they would make a run in the tournament.
1: You know what, where I think that I, somebody like myself fell short, um, because, again, it's kind of embarrassing. Again, I thought that they were kind of fringe top 25, but obviously they're a lot better than that. But, PJ, there's a quote from Gino Oriema last year that really, a, a couple different quotes that I should have really taken to heart. When he said after that game, he said, they're a lot more than Airy McDonald. They are a lot more, that's a talented team that we just played across the board right there. And like you so eloquently put, a lot of those players are coming back. You bring in some transfers. So if it's somebody like, you know, Gina Oriema, who has seen a lot of really good basketball up close, that's a, um, you know, and it wasn't just Ari McDonald he was talking about right there. So I think that's where some people probably fell a little bit short.
0: Absolutely. Um, the other thing that that we haven't talked about yet is that um, there's something that goes on in the off season. Mm-hmm. They just players just don't go home and then come back and then start practicing to play. Dia Barnes brings her team back usually in July mm-hmm. um, and there's skill development. They do this every year. They didn't do it. Last year, because of COVID, the, the I guess 2020, the summer mm-hmm. of 2020, because of COVID, uh, this, if I'm correct, yeah, and then they did it in 2020, they did it last this past summer 2021. Gets right. confusing with COVID, right? Right, for sure. So, this is something that's really key to how Adia Barnes runs her program, how she's built it how she has gotten so good so fast is this development and individual skills. She even talks about how every day in practice, they do the fundamentals. They are one of the only teams in the country who does this. So you're always practicing your free throws, even though it may or may not, depending on the game look like it, but she's always practicing that. She's always doing all these fundamentals so it becomes muscle memory at some point for these players.
1: You know what? And, it, you know what? It's a lot. It's, you know what? It's a lot like PJ. And, and I generally hate, you know, comparing, you know, uh, the women's basketball team to like a men's basketball program, because I think it does a disservice. But the only thing I wanted to say here is I was able to grow up for a good duration of the Lute Olsen era. And the one thing that the players always said why would I go home? this is my family I can talk to my family I can see my family during holidays. I only get these four years so your comment right there about how a lot of these a lot of these women don't go home this is this is kind of their home it just kind of brought back memories right there to a real communi- communal feel that I don't think that you see it a lot of different programs and I think what makes adia barn so enticing for so many different recruits?
0: Oh, absolutely. It's like, you know, they always talk about it. It's like a family. Mm. Um, It's a total family atmosphere. They really care about each other and, and it shows, I mean, when you look at last spring in the final four and you see how Adia sort of acts on the sidelines and how when, when she, when she, subs for a player and a player comes back, even if they made a mistake, she was putting her arm around them, you know, giving them a little pep talk or just telling them a couple few things. And it wasn't like, well, you did something wrong. I mean, right. dea always does it on the sideline. If you ever notice when a player comes off the court, it, say they got a foul or something like that, or they just didn't get that rebound or something. She's always coaching, always teaching. And that's really unique. In fact, I think it was Bendu Yaney who told me that when she decided to come here, one of the reasons was because she knew that when she got she comes off off the court that Adia would be teaching her. And that's what she thought she needed. Mm. And so that was a really cool thing that, that these players come here and they will continue to come here because they know that they're going to be taught the game the right way. And it will continue throughout their career here that they will be continually, you know, they'll be growing. They won't just come in and sort of stagnate. They all, if you look at every single player, whether it's Sam Thomas or someone who sits on the bench right now, they're all, when they come in the game, you see that improvement. Game over game. And that's really unique. I don't know if you see that in every program in the country.
1: Okay, so uh, the team, obviously, they get back onto the court last night after, you know, long, long hiatus, for (laughs) lack of a better term. What did you see last night in the win? And we'll get to the Aerie McDonald, um, obviously, commemoration there in just a moment. But what did you what did you see for, for a team that, you know, had been on pause for quite a while?
0: Sure, um at times they were a little rusty. We have to say yeah, that. Sure. they went long stretches without scoring. They let Washington State get back into the game after they sort of took they took a commanding lead in the third quarter. however, the what what I really saw are a couple things. I saw that um it's really sort of next woman up. So, Lauren Ware is out with a knee injury. She should be back any day now. And Araya Copeland starts for her. Right. And while you miss what Lauren brings to the game, and that's a lot, but Araya brings something too. And she just steps in there and they can still win. And the right. same thing with Shayna Pellington's out and Helena's, Quayo is thrust into the starting lineup. She only started one game in her career here right. and she plays a, she has a great performance. So that's sort of this next man up that, that one will pick up the slack from another, you know, there was a certain point Kate Reese took over. Mm. She scored 20 points. Um, Sam Thomas shut down Charlie Slegger Walker, who is, I think the fourth best um, scorer in the pack 12 She's want to, and she's a sneaky scorer. all of a sudden, you know,
1: right. She's sure. getting
0: points. You don't even notice. And
1: you look at, she's the away. epitome. It's funny. It's funny. You mentioned that she's the epitome of the person that you don't, you don't necessarily notice. And then when you're looking at the box score at the end, it's 12 points, five rebounds, three assists, two steals. It's gotta be a coach's dream.
0: Oh Yeah. Absolutely. And so, you know, Sam does shut down this player and she always guards the other team's best mm-hmm. player. Right. And she always shuts them down. They never get near their average. She's done this since her freshman year. Um, so to see Sam do that, Sam, there, there's no rust for Sam. <laughs> not right. not in that game. Um, and you know, you see this will to win, will to win a resiliency, um, you know, and they make the, these adjustments um, to, within the game or at halftime. I just did a story that that was in Friday's paper about um, I was actually given access to a game to go in pregame halftime at the end of the game to see how idea addresses the team. And what really happens? Because we always say, oh, what did idea say? You know, we always ask that question. What did Adia do at halftime? That made, What kind of adjustments did you make right. to come out and do this big run? And so I got to be there and, and watch what happened. And it was really interesting, especially at halftime. It's um, the players get out first and they get snacks and they – they talk about the game themselves and they talk about what's working and what's not working. And then Adia comes in and she's like, okay, these are the few things we're switching. And it's always just, I, I'm under the impression it's always just a few things. It's always, you know, um, the game I went to, they were playing New Mexico. They went to a smaller lineup. So it was moving Kate to the five she usually plays four. Bendu played four, which she really doesn't play a lot of.
1: Right. And so they right. went
0: with a smaller lineup and and it got really fast and it worked because those are more of your athletes on the team. And so that that was just like adjusting a couple little things and it makes like all It makes the all the
1: difference, difference in the world. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny here at uh, um PHNX they asked uh, we did a thing where we were asked who is the best, uh, who is the most impactful athlete, you know, and they did that for the Suns, they did that for the Cardinals, uh, you know, Sun Devils, and I was asked, and I said, well, it's not even close. I said you can put whatever sport you want out there; it's Ari McDonald by a mile, and you know, she was she was my athlete of the year here. Now she comes back yesterday to be put in the Ring of Honor. Let me ask you this, because she's obviously a humble kid, and you've been around her a lot. Do you think that? she has any idea how transcendent she really was in Tucson during her time here and that how much she brought and meant for women's basketball to become a frontline sport here in Tucson.
0: She, you know, it's interesting with Ari. She didn't come in and say, I'm going to do all this. She came in and went to work. Mm-hmm. and and just got better and became the player that we saw on the court um so she's not she doesn't really um take all that in i think what she understands is she did this to become a better player she did this to help put arizona on the map with her coach and her teammates and um, to sort of give it the foundation. And she knows that she did that. She knows that um, they're where they are right now because of her coach. And she would say her teammates, right? And not mm-hmm. just her, but her teammates. I, you know, I think she, know, she knows she's a really great player right but she doesn't i don't think
1: cuz she was realize. pj cuz with all due respect she was transformative she um was. and she really was and that to me is that's a difference i mean we've seen you know we we've seen great players in a lot of sports come through here but they weren't they weren't i won't even come up with another word but she truly was and you put this well she truly was generational though
0: yeah she was and I think sometimes when you are that type of a player, you sort of don't get it, right? You know right. that you just go in and you work hard every day and right. you want to do it for your team, your coach, your teammates, whatever it happens to be. And yeah, you want to get recognized, but she always wanted to get recognized so her team got recognized. Right. He didn't really care. I mean, it's nice, and and she likes that she was Pac-12 player of the year last year, but what was more important was that her team won and that she got – that they went to the championship game, and for her, if they would have won it, that would have been the, the greatest thing, right? That that right. would have been the best that she helped her team win. Um, it was never really for her about – The accolades or like how many points she got or if she got, you know, Pac-12 player of the week or any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. It was really I want to put this program back on the map. I want people to be talking about Arizona and know that they're a tough out.
1: So she, all right, PJ, before we let you go, I wanted to let you, I uh, wanted to uh, ask you one more question and then I want, I want you to update people on where they can find you and all of that good stuff. But looking off the recruiting, uh, the recruiting area right now, obviously you've got three, you've got uh, three or four kids coming in, two top 20 highlighted by a top 10 kit or a top 10 prospect in Mayanaji. Um Maya Naji, I thought had a great quote when she committed and she said, basically, why wouldn't I go to Arizona? They have absolutely everything that I need there. Why wouldn't I go to Arizona? And I guess my point, and then I'll give you the floor. PJ, this thing isn't stopping anytime soon.
0: No, it's not. I mean, you know, when you get a player of Maya Najee's quality, she is the highest rated Mm -hmm. uh, recruit that this program has ever had. And um, she's just this really great all-around kid. For sure. She will be, as I think Adia said, it's like she's the next incarnation of Sam Thomas.
1: Mm-hmm. So, And that's a good Maya thing.
0: Maya is Maya Naji, So, But she's great on the court. She can do anything on the court. She's an incredible player. But just as good as she is on the court, she is off the court. Um, I did a story about her where she talked about coming to Tucson and on a visit and they had all this food and it was just going to go to waste. And she asked if they could, you know, pack it up and drive around Tucson and find homeless people to give it to. I mean, you're on a visit for yourself. I mean, this is like a thing. And then you're thinking about other people, you're thinking about homeless people. She's um, just an incredible person. And, and I think that the fans here will love Maya. Um, But, you know, the the entire class is great. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of great players. And then um, there's uh, one verbal commitment for 2023. Right. um, And and she's fantastic. Yeah, this is just going to keep rolling. Um, The one thing that was interesting was after they went to the title game, Ideas told us that she thought um, that – recruit like everything would just like for this class for 2022 that she would just like everybody would want to come here right right and it didn't quite happen although she's gotten a fantastic class and they are the players that she wanted um but i think she was told that it's really the next class like it takes a while because these kids are already sort of down their path of where they're thinking of going from at April, you know, and then they sign in November. They're sort of already on that path. Right. So it's not going to be until after. But the funny thing is that she really, she's gotten one of the top classes. It'll be one of the top classes that Arizona's ever had, one of the top classes, recruiting classes in the nation. And yes, it's just going to keep continuing because. Um, you know, as the team keeps playing well, as Adia keeps ingratiating herself not only to her fan base and and uh, and and, uh, and her players, but to the rest of the country, it's just a snowball effect. And and like Maya said, everybody at some point is going to be like, "Yeah, I want to go play for Adia Barnes."
1: Right. Okay. PJ, you have been absolutely fantastic. Where can the people find you right now?
0: What are you working on? Um, They can find me in the Arizona Daily Star, or you can download the free Wildcaster app and read all the stories. Uh, Right now I'm working on uh, hopefully something on Sam Thomas because, um, you know, she had a great uh, night last night and um, she's doing some really good things. Um, tomorrow's paper, I'll have notes about, um, off of, uh, last night's game and everything that happened. Um, and, um, we're just waiting to see how the rest of the season unfolds. P-
1: PJ, Brad, we're going to have you on again. You are absolutely amazing. And thank you so much for your knowledge. Thanks for having me. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. PJ, thanks again. Appreciate you. All right. So super, super happy that we got PJ. Super happy that we got PJ Brown on there. She was absolutely amazing. And we're going to have her on again because she was absolutely fantastic. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, college football recruiting U of A here in just a second. I do apologize. I've never had to do that before, but my dog was going absolutely crazy. Okay, so obviously, show brought to you by DraftKings, uh, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. Throw down five dollars on an NFL game, and if that team wins, you get two hundred dollars in free plays. It's that simple. Make it happen uh, right now. You got some good uh, games coming up this evening, and you know what? If you win the two hundred dollars. You can do a lot of different stuff with that. You got college football, you got college basketball, you got a ton of different options. So make that one happen. If you got a, uh, let's see, eligibility restrictions to apply, Arizona only, 21 and over. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They will get you taken care of. They'll get you back on your feet. And you know what? DraftKings Sportsbook app is the place to be. That's where I do all of my work. That's where anybody out there should be doing all their work. It's a unique environment entirely. All right. Now, moving on to a little bit of football recruiting. A lot of people are asking me, they're saying, who's this Rayshon Luke guy, Mike? Is he a relative? He's not. But if you didn't watch the Under Armour All-American Bowl today, you don't. You missed out on something big. This is a kid that is 100% going to be a game changer at the University of Arizona. 5'8", 170-pound scat back, can do a little bit of everything, and he just lit the top off of those defenses out there. We're working on a special surprise, hopefully, fingers crossed, that we can, uh, we can interview him uh, here shortly and get him on. That would be an absolute privilege because – if you watched him out there, you know that this is a guy that can make a lot of plays and make a lot of things happen out there. One thing that also you want to know, too, is that if check out the check out the uh, GoPHNX website. Go ahead, hit subscribe, or excuse me, get a membership. And guess what? You go to free one of those Back the A t-shirts. You get all the behind-the-scenes coverage. And on top of that, you still get all the best interviews around. And that's what we're working on right now. Now, Sean Luke. Again, four-star wide receiver slash running back, whatever you want to put. What Jed Fish is doing right now is something remarkable because you've got now Tatora McMillan, five-star wide receiver. Keen Burnett, high four-star tight end. Uh, Jacob Cowing, guy from UTEP putting up over 1,300 yards last year. Then you look and you've got guys like Rayshon Luke, You've got guys like a, excuse me, a Kevin Green, USC commit. We haven't seen this type of talent in airs at Arizona at the receiver position since about 1998. And I was talking a little bit on message board with the, my guy, uh, Barrett Baker, who was a captain on 1998. And I put out there that Arizona hasn't had this type of talent on the perimeter and, you know, a couple people said, they're like, oh, you know, that's uh, that's hyperbole, this or that. It ain't. Yep. You had Dennis Northcutt. You had Jeremy McDaniel. You had Brad Brennan. You had uh, Mike Lucky, Brandon Manamulian, a trunk candidate. That will always be the gold standard offensively here at the U of A. And I'm not saying this is going to ever approach that. But what you're seeing right now is something entirely different, though, than we've seen here, where you've had a couple good guys and, you know, but they weren't really – you know, high level home, you know, people that, you know, as a recruit, that's what Arizona is dealing with right now. Uh, Ray Sean Luke is just the latest, uh, latest domino to fall there. And like I said, we're hopeful that we will be able to get him on because um, you know, we've, we've, we've tried to bring as many recruits as we can so that you can see him. And that would be an absolute big time thing to do. Now, another big time thing to do is the DraftKings Sportsbook app code word PHNX. Throw down $5 on an NFL game. If that team wins, you get $100 in free plays. That's, or excuse me, $200 in free plays. That's simple. We talked about it last week. If you got a team like the New England Patriots that needs to win a game and you're going against the Jacksonville Jaguars who suck, well, you know what? Bill Belichick against a team that sucks, I'm going to take Bill Belichick. Same thing with the Packers. There's games out there that you can look at and figure out really easily that one team's probably going to win. And I think that's what you really want to roll with if you are the uh, excuse me if you are you know looking to make some money right there. The DraftKings Sportsbook app is the place that you want to go for that. Again, code word PHNX. Get that money because you got a whole bunch of stuff coming on right now with NBA, NFL, college football, college basketball, national championship game coming up. We're really kind of in the uh, the broad season of all sports and you're going to want to be here the entire time for the AZ Wildcats podcast. We got you covered. Again, we check out the uh, check out the PHNX locker. You've got all kinds of great stuff right there. If you get a free membership, you get or if you get a membership, you get one of those cool free t-shirts, the back the A t-shirt. Make sure it's happened. These things are flying off the shelves. But again, I'd really like to thank PJ Brown. She was fantastic we're going to be hitting football recruiting hot and heavy. I'm going to have an article up here shortly comparing exactly what Jed Fish has been able to do. But again, for everybody out there, appreciate all of you. You're the ones that make this show work. You're the ones that make this show run. And I will be back with you hopefully tomorrow with the special recruit. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.